Welcome back into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada here as the acting commissioner of the ITP NFL for this project. Uh, we are through 24 picks, uh, with the last pick off the board being Corey Coleman, the wideout from Baylor, heading to the Cincinnati Bengals. We turn now to one of the Bengals' division rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that was able to overcome a number of injuries to key parts uh, of their team last year and still make a uh, fairly deep playoff run, but looking to do a little bit of retooling heading into the 2016 season, and we have enlisted Alex Kazora from Steelers Depot to be the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Alex, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, of course, and we have the whole depot crew. I just I twisted their arms and uh, told them to to help me out here with the uh, the mock draft. And uh, my my general manager is Dave Bryan, the the founder of Steelers Depot. Dave, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. We have uh, a couple new members doing draft work at Steelers Depot. We have Josh Carney. He'll be our defensive coordinator. Josh, how are you? Doing well, Alex. How are you? I'm doing good. Hopefully better after this pick. And then we have Luke Polglaze, who's going to be our offensive coordinator. Luke, how are you? Uh, firing on all cylinders. Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right, Chuck. I, I guess we're ready to go, right? Yeah, it sounds like your team is uh, all set and ready. You now have 15 minutes on the clock, and we will start that. And you're ready to begin making your pick. Okay, guys, big pick here. Uh, the way this will work is Luke, Josh, of course, you please give me your honest input on, on all the evaluations of players in need. Uh, Dave and I collectively will, will hopefully kind of make the help the final decisions. I guess any tiebreakers go uh, to me uh, as Dave is, uh, I think I call him the general manager, but he's going to be the head coach here. Um, and, and the way I want to break this up, because I want to explore all options, is I want you guys just to throw out some team needs that we need and then some of the best players available, and then we're going to try to marry the two for the one that makes the most sense. So you guys just start throwing up some positions the Steelers need. I know we all kind of know what they need, but just throw them out there for me. Josh, why don't you well, start? You're your defensive coordinator. All right, sounds good. Obviously, I think we need to look at uh, defensive line. You lost Steve McClendon in the last week, and there's still a few good guys out on the board. Uh, I think we need some, some pass rushing help off the edge. There's some guys available. Uh, and then, obviously, the concerns in the secondary, that needs to be addressed. But uh, up front, a guy that I really want to talk about is Vernon Butler. Okay. Uh, he's very, very similar, for me at least, uh, to Andrew Billings. I know that we all love Billings in this room, but Butler is just as good, actually a little bit bigger and might be a little bit faster. I think he's a guy that could definitely fit in our scheme. Uh, pass rushing help, uh, I think Reggie Ragland could make the transition to the outside. Um, he didn't really do much of that at Alabama, but he showed the ability to blitz. Uh, I think that we could definitely develop him on the edge. And then in the secondary, I have one guy circled, and that's William Jackson III out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Love his size, his physicality. I, I think that he's one of the top three corners in this class, and I think it's a gift that he's sitting here at this point. Okay, so a wide array on defense. Luke, any specific positions on offense this team needs? Uh, Well, I think the one that kind of is on everybody's lips right now is wide receiver. Uh, It Mm -hmm. seems like every year the Steelers add new talent at the wide receiver position, but especially with Martavis Bryant now taking that one-year suspension, you know, receivers receivers on my mind, but I I don't really particularly like the value of anybody left on the board right now. both, both Doxon, Coleman, and Treadwell, or all three of them really are gone. Um, so 
kind of the next the next name I have on my list is Sterling Shepard, but even then that's a reach, and I'm not sure that it warrants reaching that far at this point. Okay, um, all right. Tight end so now, is, I think, another position in need, but not really okay. anybody there for me either. Right, right. Um, so now that we kind of have our, our positions addressed of team need, uh, you know, I think that Josh mentioned Butler, Raglan, and William Jackson. Dave, any other names out there, just in terms of talent, regardless of fit, uh, that you think are, are, are good value picks? Yeah, I think Eli Apple probably needs to be in the conversation in mm-hmm. you know in here as well. Uh, I have concern. I, I like William Jackson Jackson the uh, third. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I, I watched. Uh, in fact, I just posted a video of all of his interceptions from last year. Uh, you know, I, I I view William Jackson more as a later first round or early second round type of player. My concern mainly with him as as he fits with the Steelers is. You know, he's not very active or wasn't very active at Houston last year against a run. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's one of the main concerns there. Uh, he was targeted, uh, I think, close to 100 times last year. Gave up, I think, around 40% uh, receptions in there. Has ball skills, you know, can, can definitely do something with the ball in his hands after he intercepts it. But, but you know, when, when you talk about, you know, players that, that – deserving of the 25th overall selection i just not ready to to commit to him there whereas i would be more willing to with a guy like eli apple with his pedigree his run uh you know his play against the run as well too so out of all the names you guys have thrown out there so far i think eli apple needs to be thrown into the mix yeah, definitely agree. And I think we're going to hold this pick. I don't think we're going to trade down from what I'm hearing. We're going to stick. Uh, Luke, Josh, any other names you want to throw into the fray before we start whittling this list down? I think if you're going to have Eli Apple maybe in the conversation, which I think talent-wise he definitely deserves to be in that conversation. But I would hesitate to throw Kendall Fuller in there, but I think that you know if he could show the ability to stay healthy, there are plenty of tools there to work with. Mm-hmm. That, that's really the only other name uh, I would consider there. I know before we got to this point, Darian Thompson was at the forefront of our minds, but I think we've kind of fallen off there in that regard at the number 25 pick. But mm-hmm. I, I would say Kendall Fuller um, could be in that conversation. Let, okay. let me throw one other name out there real sure. quick. Uh, sure. is, is, is a guy like Keanu Neal even in the conversation here? Or is he more of a you know few picks later type of pick? Uh, or even you know a, a kid that fall into the second round. You know, I think he's going to be probably one of the you know possibly the top two safeties off taken yeah. off the board. I, I was going to throw in Carl Joseph too. I know that ACL you have to worry about that, but I think in mm-hmm. terms of talent, I think just to discuss. I mean, we'll whittle this, this list down. I'm just trying to get all the names out there so we don't you know walk away from this pick going you know we should have thought about this guy. We're about five minutes in. Uh, I just want to last call for any other names to throw out there in terms of just guys to to discuss. Well, what about you, Alex? Are we are you are we missing anybody that that, uh, that you know that you feel needs to be added onto that list? I think really, I think Joseph was the other guy on my list, my board I created. Um, maybe Reed from Alabama, uh, the, the D lineman. Um, maybe he's the other only other name that I had in mind. Okay, Fellas, correct me if I'm wrong, but did I I I didn't hear Jalen Smith's name. No, you did not. That no, would that would be interesting. I I would I just. Issue, but. 
Yeah, I just I worry about the nerve damage in there. You know, it sounds like with 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 that knee, it's going to be something similar to what Sean Spence went through mm-hmm. several years ago with that perennial nerve. Uh, you know, at, at this mm-hmm. point, because of his medicals, I think we have to flag him and mm-hmm. and 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 not in the conversation here. All right. Well, let's. I think those are all the names. So let's start getting this list down. I think I think medically for the issues they have, let's take off Smith. Fuller, because Fuller hasn't even, as of right now, I think, done anything workout-wise. And you can probably, you know, do you want to cross off Carl Joseph, too? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think it would be safe, too, at this point. And he could be there at 58, too. There's a a possibility Mm -hmm. of that. I think Neil might be in that same boat. Do you guys think that first round's too high for Neil? At at this point, I just... I just don't think he's a first-round guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm in that same boat. I think he's I think he's an early second. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we're about seven minutes in, so we're whittling the list down. Reed from Alabama. Uh, I don't know if I see enough of as a pass rusher. Even though the Steelers, you know, we, we do two gap a lot. Uh, we know how it is with defensive linemen in that two four five out there seventy seventy five percent of the time. Uh, I don't think Reed's going to offer enough of a pass rush. So do you guys want to take him off the list? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be for that. Okay, so now we're left with four names to discuss here in the, the rest of the time. It's Vernon Butler, the defensive lineman from Louisiana Tech, Reggie Ragland from uh, Alabama, William Jackson, and Eli Apple. So uh, let's start. Let's start with Eli Apple. Let's just get a quick discussion uh, going here. Seven minutes remaining. Okay. Well, I think hey, you know. You I, well, I, yeah, I, I think I said what I, I needed to say yeah. on him. You know, you got the pedigree there, you got the length, you got the speed. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I think a, a kid that that's can get better against the run. Uh, you know, decent in coverage. I, I think as all as an all around corner that's left on the board right now, I would rank him over a guy like uh, uh, William Jackson the third. I am worried about Apple against the run, though, too. I think Jackson's got a little bit bigger frame. I think he's longer. I think he's better built. I think both have to get better as tacklers. I think Jackson's aiming point, you know, he leads with his shoulder and he goes low too often. But I, I, I think the potential for Jackson to get better against the run is there. Josh, you're the defensive coordinator. What is your kind of quick evaluation? Yeah, I'm concerned with Apple's ability to tackle, not only up against the run, but just in the open field in general. Uh, when mm-hmm. I watched tape of him, there were plenty of missed tackles from the guy. Yeah, he has he has all the physical tools in terms of height, speed. He's got the fluid hips, great ball skills, but I'm worried about the physicality, and he also takes a lot of penalties down the field for coverage. Uh, I, I think that could be detrimental to our defense, but if he's not asked to play a ton right away, I feel like we could develop him. But if we're looking for a guy to plug-and-play day one at, at corner, I think I would take William Jackson the third. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you have William Gay and Ross Cockrell and Senquez Golson, and you hope Cockrell and Golson are going to get better here in, in, in mm-hmm. year two in the system. I, I really want to make a push for Vernon Butler because I think this guy's a great athlete. I think yeah. he's a guy that can stay on the field on third down. Of course, his team, you know, we've just lost Steve McClendon to the Jets. Um, and, and Hayward and Tewitt, they need breathers. Uh, I mean, they're playing 90% of the time. As good as they are, that's not sustainable. So, uh, you know, Luke, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on Vernon Butler? You know, I think Butler is an interesting prospect because in a 3-4, he has the bulk and he has, the, you know, the power to play the nose. But he also has, you know, a surprising amount of athletic ability, quickness. Mm-hmm. He can play either one of those five tech spots to me. So I think he's a guy that you can you know, play him where you need him. Uh, maybe he starts at, you know, 
nose on a base down and kicks out to defensive end on pass rushing downs. I think you can do a lot with him. I, I love him as a prospect. I think he's got nowhere to go but up. He's, I think he's still incredibly raw. Dave, what do you think about Butler? I haven't watched a lot of film on him, Alex, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the highlights, and I think I've seen one other game. Uh, yeah, I just worry about competition he faced, the fact that he's not a Power 5 conference guy. You know, and we know how the Steelers you know, are are when it comes to first round players. You know, there. Okay, we got about five minutes left, so I know we got to start making a push here. I just want to take your guys' temperature. This isn't necessarily going to be the final vote, but I want to go around and just see where you guys are at in terms of voting and see if we can whittle this list down more. So, Josh, it would be your vote right now. Oh, Vernon. Let, what, hey, well, 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 before we before we hit on him, let, let's talk about Reggie Ra- Raglan's one of the four still, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We have we haven't really thoroughly discussed him real quick though. I see him more as an inside guy. Okay. I yeah. see him more as a as a potential uh, thumper I- inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't see him as an uh, three four outside linebacker uh, when, when when you turn on the tape. To me, he's he's an inside guy. If you're going to draft him, that's where you're going to draft him as to play inside. Okay. I got about four four that's, minutes here. That's fair, Dave. I just have one question though. Do do you think that you know, if a team were to draft him as an outside linebacker, do you think that he would transition well at the next level? Uh, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know where the comparison would be there. Uh, I mean, how right. much have we, have we seen him do that? You know, uh, in a three in a three four, you know, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to fill a lot of gaps in there. So, you know, that that's that's the questionable call here is the transition for him. All right, uh, I've got three minutes here, I think, Josh. Uh, just to get your temperature, what is your vote? It's Vernon Butler for me. He was my okay. number two target behind Billings from day one, and uh, I think we need to address the defensive line. Okay, Luke? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with Butler. Uh, I think Ragland has slipped down the board a bit farther than I expected, um, and just for the fact that I think he, he plays inside, but I think he could kick outside if needed. Um, I think he's versatile, but still, I like Butler just being able to play him across the line. Dave, what do you think? I'm going to Eli Apple here. Okay, so we have a bit of a divide here in the last couple minutes. Uh, just, just last question, I guess, on Butler, because I know we're kind of leaning towards that. Can we get him to 50% of the snaps? I think we can. If we can get him 30% in base and then 20% uh, you know, to get Hayward and Tewitt down to about 80%, I, I think we can get Butler enough snaps. Is that enough for you guys? You think yeah, I mean, if you think he, if you think he, you know, obviously he's not going to uh, have to play a lot as a nickel, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as a nickel defensive tackle. You know, uh, the Steelers' goal, uh, and Mike Tomlin talked about this, was getting uh, players who play nose tackle to be able to take some of those snaps in the nickel. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you feel comfortable with that, then you know, like I said, I, I've I've seen very little of his tape so far. Yeah, well, I, I think two minutes remaining. Point- I think there's corners that we like a Jonathan Jones. We can get, you know, in the, in the, you know, third round perhaps. Uh, yeah, I, I think it starts up front. I mean, if you lose Hayward or to it, uh, you got no depth behind it. Um, so just final thing is Vernon Butler. Does that sound good to everybody? That, that it, sounds it, good to me, but it, it sounds I, like I you have a consensus. With Apple. What's that? 
it, it, it sounds like you have a consensus yeah. there. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got uh, you know three of the guys. I mean, I, I'm fine with the pick if that's yeah. that's the way that you want to go, Alex. All right. Well, I think we're almost out of time, so uh, we're going to call our pick with the 25th pick in the 2016 draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Vernon Butler, defensive tackle, Louisiana Tech. There we have it. The Steelers taking Vernon Butler out of Louisiana Tech, the big D tackle. Uh, he is going to be heading to Pittsburgh, Alex. Big thanks to you and the Steelers Depot team for uh, all the work that you did on this. We really appreciate it. I know you guys put a lot of time into uh, prepping and everything and obviously joining us. Big thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Chuck. Thanks for having us, Chuck. Definitely. We're going to head over now to uh, we're going to go to Mark Schofield and Shane Alexander just for a little bit of info on the pick here. Shane, Vernon Butler, the defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech, just taken by the Steelers at 25. What do you make of this pick? What can he what can he do for them on day one here? Yeah, I like the pick. I do. It's it's a very Pittsburgh Steelers pick. Vernon Butler had a nice career at Louisiana Tech, but really rose up uh, draft boards at the Senior Bowl this past year. Big guy, over 6'4", 325 pounds. You know, he's a run-stopping guy in the middle, but he also can really get after the quarterback as well. They've got Cameron Hayward, who's their uh, you know, they're all world uh, defensive end. They've got Stephen Tuitt, who's a really nice compliment. And Daniel McCullers is a, you know, a decent nose tackle, but they really need somebody in the middle that, that gets them back to the Steeler way. Um, he's a guy that is probably going to be, uh, like I've said in previous uh, mock draft uh, podcasts, he's not going to win the press conference, but he's going to win on the field. Uh, run stopping, getting after the quarterback, getting back to the Steeler way, uh, and helping them win that division. Mark, talk to me a little bit about how the Steelers can deploy him in order to make the best use of his skill set. I mean, there's a number of different things they can do with him. I mean, you know, Butler's a guy that when he was at Louisiana Tech, look, they used him mostly at a three-tech or a five-tech. So he's got the ability to play defensive end now. As Shane pointed out, look, they've got two guys in that, you know, in that defense right now that are pretty good defensive ends. So you think about maybe kicking him inside a bit. Louisiana Tech did that on passing downs. They they kicked him down a nose tackle when they were in passing situations. Well, you can do that with Butler, I think, on an every down basis. And that 3-4 defense that Pittsburgh's playing now, it's more of a one-gap style. So he won't be responsible for occupying both A-gaps if he's kicked down inside. He can just you know play one gap or the other and do it pretty effectively. So he, you can slot him inside in the middle of that 3-4 defense, and he'll make plays. You can rotate him on defensive end spots and get some guys some rest. He can do that as well. You can move him around in four-man fronts when you're playing nickel. So I've said this in a number of these, you know, picks that have been made along the defensive front. You've got guys that can, you know, use in a Swiss Army knife variety. He's another guy that they can do that with. They can move him around the defensive line based on whatever front they're using and have some success with him. Shane, we've seen four defensive tackles taken in the last seven picks here. Sheldon Rankins, Andrew Billings, Chris Jones, and Corey Coleman. I'm sorry, not Corey Coleman. I just jumped back to the previous pick and Vernon Butler. How big is the talent difference between those four? Are they pretty close, or is there a a big gap from one to the end? Well, I'll I'll tell you, I've got uh, on my big board, I'm looking at it right now, I've got Ashawn, Rankins, uh, Jared Reed from Alabama, and Chris Jones all in a row. Um, and then just a little bit down, I've got Jonathan Bullard and Kenny Clark and, uh, and Vernon Butler. So there's not a lot of gap at all. I think it really comes down to personal preference. And it comes down to scheme fit and you know the relationships that these teams build up with these prospects. But you know it's splitting hairs on a lot of these guys. Uh, I think teams that need a defensive tackle or an interior lineman will be happy if any or all of them fall to them. 
Very good. Shane Alexander, Mark Schofield. That's who you were just listening to right there. Vernon Butler was the pick out of Louisiana Tech going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hope you all have a great weekend. Come back next week. Almost draft time. Only a few days to go. We head to Seattle for Monday's pick on the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft.